BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. This is a HeadGum Podcast. No, I just like I just want to talk about how great of a time we had in South by Southwest. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. thank you guys. Thank again. Thank you everybody who came out to that show. That was really dope. Yeah, and uh, I just can't wait to do more of those shows. I think. I, th- yeah. I hope people like. Yeah, man, yeah. that show was fun, man. That crowd was intense. It was. Yeah. It was so dope. Yeah, I was. I was just really happy that there was somebody who had seen Hancock more than once. <laughs> That's funny. Not only did he see it, he saw it twice. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what I liked about that show, honestly, is that out of like 400, 450 people, there was only like six black people. (laughs) And the thing that was funny is we knew exactly what most of them were. Like it was a group of black women who were screaming all the answers. We know. And they were dope. And then there was one dude who came up to me at the bar like, hey, man, just so you know, you guys killed it. You killed it so much. That they were offering me free drinks, thinking I was one of y'all, <laughs> and he was like, "But I didn't take it. I didn't take the drink." Yeah. Like, bro, you better take that drink. It was free. <laughs> you better take that drink. It ain't your fault. <laughs> take that drink. Yeah. No, oh, he was okay. like, "We gotta stick together." He was like, "I can't be. I Man. can't uh, like mooch off of these other black dudes. Man. I gotta make sure. <laughs> I'd, you know, I'd have took that drink." And he had his wife there. I'm like, "Hey, baby, what you want?" <laughs> oh snap! No, son. but people, it was so much love in that. It was place. a lot of love. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. man. We got to dance. You know. Yeah. Did a little bit of soul playing. Hey, no, hey. what? That doesn't even make. No, what? I don't accept this one. What? No, the soul playing move. You we know, did like a little soul. Yeah, you do play? a little soul, and then you can do the play. <laughs> no, I hate this. Nick, <laughs> no. just Nick, just soul play. Start the show. Uh. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Jerome Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, if you wouldn't have done so that many, was, that that was it, what it was. Yeah. I was so excited when I saw him do it in the movie because I was like, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, I, that's, like, that's a direct quote from the film. Yeah. Direct quote. I feel like I've, I've blocked out some of this movie. <laughs> Here we my go. Uh, my name is Jonathan Braylock. Jerome Milligan. And I'm James the Third. Hey, man, what's, what's that about? That's my barely voice. even hear what, what um, your name was. Are Just you mumbling on the mic? <laughs> Are you eating peanut butter? <laughs> you open your mouth? <laughs> Stop looking at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what are you All doing? right. Uh, for those of you who are uh, new, welcome. We review films of leading black actors in Hollywood, and we talk about them in the context of race, mainly Hollywood's diversity problems. Yeah. If you don't think Hollywood has a diversity <laughs> problem. You crazy. I mean, you can listen to this, and maybe you'll see that there is one. Yeah. Or yeah. you could, you know... Keep a closed mind and call us racist on Twitter. Hey, <laughs> stop doing that because I don't like it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the other thing that I think is really fun, just really, just a quick aside. <laughs> oh, you're you're going to oh, start no. it. I just starting to, with an aside. I just have to do this it. aside real quick. Like, <laughs> I think it's so funny that, um, that like, I'm just going to say Trump voters or Trump oh, supporters okay. like, like to call uh, liberals, you know, I'm just putting that in quotes because I, it's just whatever but they like to call liberals snowflakes because they're so sensitive you know what i mean they're mm. like oh you're so sensitive but like the moment that you're like i don't know i think uh yeah black people have it hard they're like well, well white people got it hard too it's like <laughs> oh, oh okay. i'm sensitive yeah or they can call you the n-word and then call you racist at the same <laughs> oh, time no. which is like okay this is what That's we're doing what in guys, life don't doesn't Does read the comments. No, no, no. I only read it once, and I will never anyway, do it again. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Stick to the five-star review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we are reviewing the film Soul Plane Wait, today. I thought that was a bit. No, it wasn't a bit. We did it. Wait. Were we supposed to we, watch we Soul watch Plane? We both watched it. I don't know who Wait, you're talking we, we about. Wasn't no, watching? Right, here's the thing. Here's the thing, you guys. I, I just finished the last 10 minutes before we started, but I, I watched it in segments. And when I started watching the last 10 minutes, I was like... I have no idea what happened before this. I have no, I have no idea right. what happened before. Here we go. So, we'll see how Here this go. goes. All right. All right. Let me get the facts out the way first. Great. Okay. Soul Plane came out in 2004. Ugh. The movie stars Kevin Hart. How? Stars Monique. Why Monique? Uh, uh, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Method oh, Man. Snoop Method. Why? Uh, D.L. Hughley is in this film. D.L. Why? Uh, Jonathan Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. Now I, will, now, I will say this, though. Uh, well, we haven't gotten to the review yet. Keep going. Right. Keep going um, with the facts. Tom, and Tom Arnold, of course. Yes. Good old Tom Arnold. Uh, this film is a... Missy Pyle. Gotta give a shout out. And okay. also, uh, yeah, Terry and so, Cruz. And, I mean, I mean we're gonna great. give everyone... Listen, yeah. Terry Cruz. <laughs> Terry uh, Cruz what's her name? But, um, Sophia... Sophia, Sophia Vagara. Sophia Vagara. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> Um, box office. This How movie, this movie tr- just bombed at the box office. Whew. Did not make it some money back. It made like fourteen million off a of sixteen million. I was budget. actually kind of after seeing it. I was actually kind of shocked that it bombed. It bombed. Uh, you were now, shocked it bombed. I was yeah. kind of shocked that it bombed. Interesting. Okay, so Kevin Hart apparently talked about on uh, WTF in his podcast that uh, in, in Mark Maron's podcast that. He thinks this movie would have made more money if it wasn't bootleg, because apparently a bootleg of the movie was going around. Oh, like, there you go. Before it opened, mm. so um, you know, maybe, maybe. That I mean, because this it. movie, this movie, and that, 
It's weird. Oh my god, I'm about to defend this movie. No, I, it's, I, it's weird because like this movie feels like the movies that we have now, like Meet the Blacks. Yeah, and, like well, those no. Marlon Wayans movies. Da, 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 da. It's not Soul Plane. Is not Meet the Blacks. All right, what, is that, what does that mean? I know I have a gr- I have a thing about Meet the Blacks, but yeah. Soul Plane is is not Meet the Blacks. Well, I'm just saying it's like one of those scary movie kind of vibes where it's like yeah yeah you know, sure like sure. it's just silliness for like silliness well, certain yeah. Point. So I yeah, mean this sure. this movie was built kind of like like the Black Airplane. Like literally, like I know Soul Plane in the movie is literally a black airline. You mean right. the one? With but the, I'm talking about like Airplane the movie, like oh yeah. the classic film, the classic film Airplane <laughs> with Leslie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're talking about the classic film. The, the classic the, uh, airplane. Airplane. Uh, yes. <laughs> and like this film is like the black version of that movie, supposed to be, kind of. Honestly, I do. I kind of agree. Like, honestly, this movie made more than I thought it did, but I think it probably would have made a little bit more if it was out now. Yeah. I I, I was like, okay. I Yeah. Well, I didn't go see so it when it, it came panned, out. It was panned, right? Like, yeah. pretty hardcore. Magic Johnson was put in this theater. Not just by. <laughs> yeah, not just by critics, right. but like a lot of by the black people it was marketed to yeah. were like, "Do not see this film." They did not like it to the point of like, yeah, like Spike Lee called it like coonery. You know, Al Sharpton spoke out against it. I think like cert- a couple organizations. Yeah, like Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic Johnson was like not in my house, and Magic yeah. Johnson played Tyler Perry, Boo, a Madea Halloween. <laughs> but so it's I'm like, boo- so- yes. Negro, yes. More, wait, but is right. Boo more coonery? Okay, than, I'm just, than this, I'm getting, or just they're both coonery. Well, they're both kind of. Like, yeah. Well, like, let's get into it. Okay. But uh, the other thing I'll say is that uh, this movie is this movie is so short. <laughs> it is. I think is it's it? a, approximate. Like 80, its actual running minutes? time is like 86 minutes. Yeah. But the thing is, like, there's like tw- there's like 10 minutes of credits. <laughs> this movie really stopped at an hour 20. Yeah. Bro, I thought this movie was two hours. No this movie way. was not even no, 90 minutes. No it took way. me. It took, I, I think I told John, which I rarely ever do. It took me three or four attempts just to start. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to put this on. I'm going to put this on. Oh, uh, what are they doing? Oh, God. And I'll cut it off. Okay. So, I'm going to just go ahead and put this statement out there. I apologize for anybody who loves Soul Plane. Because unless one of y'all defend it, I I can't. I cannot with this So, here's the the thing. I might do just a hair bit of defending I can defend certain parts. Just like a a hair bit. Because some things did kind of make me, like, chuckle a little bit. Okay. Did you laugh? I mean, there are times where I went, (laughs) that's funny. Like that. Uh. <laughs> there are times where I went where I really was like, oh, yeah, like, okay. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Did you laugh? Oh, yeah. What's your initial thought? Oh, yeah. So, okay. We'll just do initial thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember. I never saw this film. Mm-hmm. Um, but per- obviously, purposely. Mm-hmm. I remember when it came out and feeling then that, like, I can't believe they made a movie called Soul Plane about a purple airplane with spinning rim. <laughs> and it has hydraulics. I was just like, I like even then I was like, what? Because 2004 Chappelle show was out by this time, right? It ended at this point. It had okay. ju- like it was oh, Chappelle wow. show. It's crazy how old Chappelle show is. Yeah, his fourth the the part two of the third season ended in like 04, I think. Okay. Yeah, like oh of the. Th- so third season. Mm-hmm. there was heightened black com like comedy that was made by black people that like black people loved that was like heightened and intelligent. Like, yeah. So this movie felt like such a regression 
just from what I saw from the trailer. So watching it, I was like, I don't, I, I expected it to be bad, and it was, I guess, just as bad as my expectations. I don't know if it was necessarily worse. Um, obviously, from a 2017 mindset, mm-hmm. I thought about more things that I probably would have thought in 2004, which was all of the gay jokes, yeah, and the and Islamic a, and jokes. the yeah the air that, the Islamophobic jokes, yeah. Um, <laughs> And also how I didn't understand how I was supposed to feel about Tom Arnold's character because they made him so sympathetic. Um, and to a, to a point where I was like, well, what? Like, what? Like, yeah. Like, his is freaking family is – His family is – I don't like anybody in his family. Like, the freaking – His, like, new wife is just – this like adulterous, like, yeah. you know, fetishizing black men for their, you know, big dicks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and his, his daughter is basically doing the same thing. And his son is just appropriating black culture. So I was like, all three of them are actually, like, I like Tom Arnold. Though they're the terrible ones. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. This movie made me so sad. I, I honestly, I am. My initial thought is, I am surprised anybody from this film made it out with a career. I, I honestly, I was, shocked. Am. I was shocked Kevin made it because because Ke- Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart specifically, Kevin Hart. I watch him in this movie, and I was like, and there is part of me that's like, you could definitely see skill and talent, and and how he was really trying hard to rise above the material that he was given. But at the same time, this movie is so beneath <laughs> you know what i mean i i just i can't can i i, I can't i can't ask a question because this is one thing i was thinking about when i was watching it is <clears throat> both kevin hart and sofia vergara we know their careers but nobody was checking for either one of them right, right. Came not out. not them and we all and we all i mean guys we've all like we auditioned for stuff that we honestly don't want right yeah so it's like if this part came up where you could lead a movie would you do it that was a question I kept like yeah, in my head. I think I, I, I don't know. I've I have already said this on the podcast about other stuff. Yeah, like I would I I wouldn't say no to that part. I would do it. Maybe even now after having done not I I've done nothing but done a little bit of stuff where like I could probably have some input and try to help to make it be a little better than it actually is. You know, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to the part. I would take it. Even if it was the same script and like you could, I mean, because the thing is, I I agree with John a little bit. I I fully believe that Kevin was trying his best not to like uh, whatever you call like that coonery kind of thing. But like, I feel like he tried his best not to be involved in that. Yeah. But the movie itself still represents such a, and it's tricky. This is my thing about this movie, and I guess this is my my um my my initial, initial thoughts. Point. It was tricky because I didn't know how to feel about it because I didn't like it. But there were moments where I was like, oh, there's a good movie in here. Yeah. Like, every time Kevin Hart had a genuine moment and wasn't, like, doing certain things, like, oh, this is the, this, like, you could have made a real movie about, like, a black dude, like, and when he had to give his, we could do that, but when he had to give his, um, that talk in, 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 uh, in the court, I was like, oh, man, there are real moments. But also, it made me think about what do I value, where it's like, I don't want to ever be in a place where I feel like I have to be ashamed of, 
I don't know, black people playing basketball or like yeah. or 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 listening to hip hop or, or or doing certain things because that is a that is a part of us. It's not like what everyone represents. Right. And this movie only played to that part, but for some reason I felt so embarrassed that yeah. Uh, of course, they're having like fried chicken on the plane. Of course, the uh, the the wing of the airport is uh, was it Malcolm X? Yo. Malcolm X. Yo. Wait, which is see, but to me, that's that part I thought was fu- like there yeah. were there were jokes in the. I, I'll say this: there were jokes in the movie that I did like think were kind of funny, but there were other the the other part of it. I think the thing that make the thing that upsets me the most about this film is this idea and this is what i was upset upset about when i was in high school so this might be my own personal thing especially like growing up as a mixed kid in a white suburban town was like i really resented this idea that blackness can only be defined as how into hip-hop are are you how into having sex with like as many different women as you can are you how into like getting down and like do you like bling you know what i mean like do you smoke weed like it was like old, blackness became only what the hip hop culture defined as blackness in, and even in the hip hop culture, it wasn't even all of hip hop. It was like the gangster rap version of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. like so, I resent that. Like that was the because, but I was it, saying, it was in all three. Like there were three different <laughs> classes. You know, yeah. it was like first class, business class, and low low class you know in this airplane but all three were like super black in in, in the hip-hop version of blackness see i think that we come from a world where like for instance and this is my take as a person who grew up the opposite right is like you were always made to feel like that stuff was bad and so when hip-hop became popular it was your way of being like ah i can embrace this right. thing because i mean even think about watching this movie right now the things that I mean, aside from like, I mean, we will get to the homophobic and Islamic things, but like, aside from like, you take that stuff out, some of the most embarrassing things people had a problem with is the things that black people love, like, or some black people love. It's like ice and like music and stuff yeah. like that. So it's it's that weird thing of like, black people always, like, we always have been put against each other, whereas like, yeah, suburban wise, it's like, oh, this isn't black. But then if you're from the from the hood, you only have this because no one else is checking for you. Like, you... You literally only have yourself to big up because that is it. And now we live in a place where that culture is taken. <laughs> so, yes. it's, so I see both parts. Right. But it's like that's why I felt watching this movie that I didn't. I was trying my best not to, not to judge them on the fact that like yeah, like you said, John, in first class those were Cadillac seats. You know, like yeah. that. Like I mean, they were they were Cadillac seats in that thing. And it's like, but that was a big deal. It's like if you could afford a Cadillac, you had success. And that's not a thing to be ashamed of because that is a. I don't. It's, it's problematic. I just don't know how to I mean, deal with this it, movie at yeah, all. Yeah, I. So, so, I think that the biggest issue that I had with it, like what Bray was saying before, was like the homophobic jokes yeah. and like the uh, the Islamophobic jokes. But then beyond that, the movie feels very like slapstick, very like eighties, uh, uh, very like yeah, it <laughs> 80s. is kind of. I I mean like jokes like jokes like. Um, the plane is going by, and uh, and oh. the hydraulics are going, and then the plane next door they locked it's their, Texas. They, it's they a, locked it's a plane. Texas plane. Everybody on that plane has a freaking cowboy hat. They <laughs> but, all look like they're about to do a rodeo, and that, they lock their. That to me is like so silly. <laughs> yeah, that's it is. so silly. I think the plane like, had horns, and that doesn't right. And like in that, <laughs> and that to me is not. That doesn't feel like that's like. Uh, that doesn't feel like cooning to me. That feels like that feels like a, a joke. Well, this Do you know movie, what I mean? Like that feels like it's definitely well, a joke, yeah. but it's like but to me it does 
feel like a joke that people made in 1970. And it's like, it's 2004 <laughs> and you're a, still making but, this joke? But they on a plane, though. Well, I think these jokes, and this is not <laughs> it's the, the this, same joke. What do you, t- I don't even yeah. understand. Like, they literally made those jokes in the movie Airplane. <laughs> well, I think they make those, like, the thing is, it's so interesting, like, this movie's so hated. And again, like, I'm not trying to diss these other movies, but like, it still feels like, like, Marlon Wayans is like 50 Shades of Black. Like, it's still right. those kind of like, like even even meet the blacks is still that kind of oh, like God, slapsticky kind of like yeah but the, you know there's i don't know there, there's things about this that i think i like I, I i watched this because i had to for this podcast but i turned off uh i turned off meet the blacks because i was like angry while i was watching it and i was not angry while watching this and i don't mm. know what that reason was like you know i liked i liked the malcolm x wing and i i liked that there was like oh i I didn't quite understand everything. Like I kept asking myself, like, why is this the airline that he chose to make? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, like there was never any, there was never any, like, yo. And when I have my airline, it's gonna be like there was never any. I was just like, my man, my man got one. He has an airline with one plane. That's all I kept Yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like, like, like I think that like if they would have figured out a way to make sense of it, like I like that. Like he gets stuck in the toilet. Like that's funny to me. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. We'll just take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Guys, it's time to introduce our sponsor for this episode. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? I hope it's a good one. Blue Apron. It is. <laughs> oh, now y'all know Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, right? Oh, oh, I didn't know that, but now I do. Yeah. I don't know why you didn't know that we've advertised Blue Apron before on this program. Huh. I just like hearing you say it every time. You've yeah. also gotten it before because it's super easy. Delivers fresh ingredients directly to your doorstep. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That day that I really didn't want to uh, 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 go out in the snow. Okay. Okay. And go all the way to the store and pick up stuff. Oh, for, I forgot the ketchup. Got to go back. Get it again. I mean, it You're actually talking. is why are you talking like that, but it's mad affordable because <laughs> it's like less than $10 per person per meal. Wow. Which is super cool, man, because I'm tired really of spending cool. a bunch of money. And they, they have like the recipe, so you just. You just put it. You, you don't even need to know. You don't know. You you don't need to know how to cook. They kind of tell you how to cook. That's what great. I need, man. Yeah, Save I need that too. You know, I mean, well, I guess I don't know if James needs that or not. Oh, you know, I need it. I don't okay, know how cool. to cook squat. Okay. <laughs> what about the freshness? I always am scared to like have stuff delivered. Mm-hmm. Like, well, on that day, it was mad fresh. What dope, dope, it, dope. It delivered, and it was just the freshest. Cool. Okay, so look, here's some upcoming meals that they have. Okay, I'm kind of hungry, so it's gonna be hard to read these. Salmon piccata with Ooh. orzo and broccoli. Oh, I like the healthy, good. Mm-hmm. Pork chops and miso butter with bok choy and marinated apple. Oh, wow. marinated apple. Mm. Vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes with crispy tortilla strips. <laughs> Spicy shrimp coconut curry with cabbage and rice. Cabbage and rice. Wow. <laughs> Uh, guys, it's, it, it's, it's flexible. You could choose like your own options. If you're into seafood, maybe beef, chicken, or pork. You know, maybe you're a vegetarian. You just want some veggies. The thing I like most about it, though, what's that? Because I ain't got no money. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm mad poor. Okay, but yo, you low key rich. These are affordable, son. Yeah, yeah. And 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 what else? Uh, uh, we got 
We got a code? We got an offer code, That's baby. Right. What? Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping what? by going to blueapron.com slash jump. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash jump. Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Better way to cook. We got another sponsor, y'all. Who is it? Squarespace. Oh. Yeah. You guys know about Squarespace because you have websites powered by Squarespace. Yeah, I built my uh, site, The James. What is it? I said jamesisagreatperson.com. Oh, thank you. Really? No, it says I hate James. Oh, good. Oh. (laughs) You know what I think you need to do? What's that? I think you need to make your next move with Squarespace. You need to change that site to James is Wonderful. Okay. Interesting. Well, I mean, it is easy to do on Squarespace. You could, you know, it has intuitive design, intuitive tools, you know, very, uh, very nice designs. Let me tell you, my design is hot. Yeah, okay. I just changed my <laughs> template recently, and it's so smoking. <laughs> you just said what, what I said. You said the exact same thing, just in a different way. Yeah, but I but I also did it though. So. <laughs> now I see. What, now you see. I got the. I hate James. III. You gotta have. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if you need some commerce tools, they got those too. Yeah. yeah. So if you at home and you like, you know what? I don't know nothing about website development. You can go to them templates. You can go to them commerce tools, and you can make your next move with Squarespace. Yeah, we kind of said those points already. Did, did it? Are you sure? Yeah. Now we're yeah, at we, the price. Now we're talking. Oh, you're at the price. Okay. Talk to people. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty affordable. Oh. You know, starting at I believe eight dollars a month. Okay, eight dollars a month. Yeah. And then you know they could use our offer code because we have one. Do you? you know. oh, yeah, yeah, you could yeah. use our offer code jump ten percent mm-hmm. off the. Yeah, so I'm saying if you sitting at home and you like, you know what, I got eight dollars to spare because I gotta, you know, I gotta get my website going, you know, and I gotta, I'm gonna use this offer code jump. You can make your next move with Squarespace. Why keep talking? All right. Um. I'm trying to help the people out. Okay. Just say the slogan then, man. <laughs> Squarespace. Set your website apart. Oh, goodness. Squarespace, set your website apart. Yeah, make your next move with Squarespace. Make your next move. All right. We are back. Let us get into this very short film. <laughs> Yo, this movie fell three All right, so here we go. The beginning of this film, for anybody who hasn't seen it and, of course, isn't going to watch it because you'd have to pay $3 to watch it. Um, <laughs> uh, it, starts off, uh, it starts off with Kevin Hart like narrating uh, about the fact that when he was a little kid... He, you didn't like the narration this part? <laughs> he's like, he's a little kid. He was like, when I was a kid, I, I, I dreamed about my own airlines and he's basically he living in a house where it's like i guess like 100 yards from the airport because a plane comes like literally right overhead while his mom is drying clothes in the back and he's in a baby carriage and he's just looking up at a plane just like so loud right by dreaming of an airline no 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 you're right like, no he just said dreaming say of like flying didn't he yeah, dreaming yeah. Of, yeah. i think he said I've dreaming always of loved, flying. i've always loved airplanes something like that i always yeah. loved airplanes and i feel like he said something about his mom want saying telling him that he would be flying one of those planes someday right uh, it reminded me of this int- i mean this intro reminded me of the jerk the old steve Martin movie oh, and i don't yeah. know why but it's that silly like i mean 
John, you're right. This movie has definitely an old school feel. It's like, is it just sight yeah. gag after sight gag? Yeah. Um, I, I, but this beginning part didn't do anything for me. No. I think the beginning of the jerk is hilarious because he says that he grew up as a small black kid. Yeah. And true. the beginning of this movie, the, I guess the joke is like, ha, wouldn't it be funny if you live next to an airport and like planes flew over your head? Like, that's how poor this dude is. And you're like, I guess they were Wait, what's the a, joke they were trying to give him a little background i guess i mean they were, yeah they're trying to like connect him to the <clears throat> to the soul plane for i don't know but to me the i mean okay so here's my thing about all and i'll just say this like this will be my theme for this movie is that i'm cool with you making jokes that are commenting or something or just like you found a way to have a pun like that the term you know you're in gate x like Malcolm X gate like that's yeah, funny because yeah. it's a pun you know I get it I was like oh right because gates have like numbers or letters and now you just made X and Malcolm X is a black man. I hate puns whatever <laughs> but for this it was like to me the joke was just it's funny that people have to live here but I'm like people do have to live there well, yeah. so what's the joke it's just funny that this dude is poor I think so because I think what they were trying to do and this is oh my god I'm defending this movie um, I think what they're trying to, <laughs> yeah, they trying why? to do why this part was terrible no I, <laughs> no I, th- I think this movie was actually trying to do a good thing it just didn't do it right it was trying to make yeah. you care about it it was trying to it, it did it tried right. to make you connect and I think yes. the first half of this not the first half but up until the airline part they were trying their best to make you care about Kevin Hart's character. Like, they were yeah. trying, I, but, but still throw jokes. Yeah. Right, right, right. So it, it felt cheesy to me, and I think that's why it didn't work for me. I didn't, I, well, whatever. I knew what they were trying, I guess I knew what they were trying to do, but it also felt like they were trying to make a joke, but I was like, whatever. Anyway, the next part is him saying, like, well, that didn't really work out, and he's running to an airport, and he has to get on a plane, and... They tell him he can't check his dog because some dude with Coke bottle glasses. I mean, come on. What yeah. an old school joke is that? <laughs> yeah. This dude can't see. He sees a Doberman even though he's got a chihuahua in his hand. I mean. Because he can't see. It's funny that people can't see. I mean. <laughs> I mean. I mean, that's the joke. <laughs> yo. I mean, yeah, you're right. Look, man. And then he chucks it out the window. There you go. Like your little psych act. That, whatever. That's whatever. That's the movie that we're in. A slapstick comedy. Oh, uh, you hit a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just chucks it. Uh, and uh. so, and then, I mean, when he's in his seat, but this is, see, this is what I, this is, if they were trying to set up a sympathetic or like a character that you could relate to, they completely undercut it in the next scene by yeah. making Kevin Hart a freaking dick. Yeah. I He's know. on the plane just being the most obnoxious person you could ever be. He's listening to rap music going, brat, 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 like spitting. <laughs> <laughs> like you're laughing. You're laughing. I'm laughing you, because you are you're laughing. Wait, I, I, well, actually, I mean, but are you laughing? Actually, actually, for, actually, to be honest, I did laugh at that because. It's Kevin Hart, and he was just being just a completely ridiculous person, yeah. and him going brat, 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 like like the he the was... motions that Kevin Hart made. I mean, what makes him so a great stand up? He's so little, and the motions that he makes, like the amount of bob that he gets in his head when he does a bat, <laughs> is just amazing. 
I mean, it's interesting because, yeah, they didn't have to make him a jerk. They didn't. His but, Bob to Brat ratio is off the charts. His yeah, they could have had him. I mean, and this Brat is what Brat I thought Brat. they were going to have him do in this scene. I thought they were going to have him be like planes. Like, oh, wow. Like, a yeah. Plane. Yeah, like, yeah, that would have been. Any, literally anything to connect it to that previous scene that we yeah. just saw. Other than just he's now on a plane. He's just on a plane. <laughs> having a bad. I mean, he didn't. He had a bad time because he couldn't. He couldn't bring his dog in with him. But he's the problem. Yeah, he is now the problem. And then, but then he they take off. You know, yeah. he runs to go. Number he eats two. some beef stromboli. Does you uh, know it's bubbling? It bubbles. Yeah, he wanted the chicken, right? Yeah, that was a funny joke where he where where she was like, "Do you want the chicken or the beef stromboli?" And he was like, "I'll take the chicken. It smells good. We only have beef stromboli." Why did you? Why did you ask me? <laughs> That's a real question. Why did you? Ask why did you me? ask me? And she just looks at him. <laughs> I hope people do that though. It's like, hey, do you want this or this? It's like, why are you asking me this question if you know the answer you want? Like, yeah, if you, yeah, I can't answer. It's not. It wasn't even a choice that I could have. <laughs> yeah, like you just did that to embarrass me. <laughs> like, just give me this stromboli. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but then of course he eats it and gets diarrhea immediately. Immediately, right immediately when he finishes there. it, has to go to the bathroom. Has that ever happened to y'all? Had to go to the bathroom on the, tr- on the plane? Like, yeah, like, oh diarrhea. No, I mean, I've, I've never like, had to diarrhea sick? on the plane. knocking on wood. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. Never sick, like never sick on a plane. Never sick on a plane. Yeah, not on a plane, thank God. But it, have I have, I've, I've had it. Yeah, I, I've been. I, you guys know my story. I've been high as hell on a plane. Yes, we all know this. I've been, I've been so high on a plane that I thought I had. What is it called when like uh, people sometimes wake up and like their mind is conscious but they can't move their body? And what was that called? Oh, what? Uh, it was like there was a sleep point, paralysis. Yeah, I literally woke up and I was like, oh. Oh, I could have been dreaming. I don't know. Right. I know it's like I was just not moving my body right. and I was losing it, guys. Oh, yeah. wow. So, uh, okay. okay. But that's a little different than this diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't diarrhea <laughs> on the train, on the plane. <laughs> Where he's doing diarrhea. And he like runs across the plane. Yeah, knocks over a bunch of people. Whatever. First, he can't go to the front of the plane. If you're in the back of the plane, you cannot use the front of the plane bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So he basically, basically a series of events happened where he has diarrhea but like somebody like he presses a button he press he presses the flush button but it sucks him in a little bit and a woman tries to help him but presses like the yeah. air cuz it's turbulence cuz he's experiencing turbulence so he gets stuck he in gets the stuck toilet. and then, and then she, she presses something that like disables the, the yeah like Oh. <laughs> makes she did it by accident though. Yeah, like it like it disrupts the equilibrium of the plane. It also so then he, I think it opens up the cargo bay so yeah. everything oh, flies right, out. Okay, yeah. Cuz then he sees dog. his dog fly out into the engine, into die. The engine. And the dog isn't in the cage anymore. Oh, was the dog we, ever in the cage? The dog was in the cage, but we needed to see the dog yeah. clearly. And we wouldn't have we wouldn't have known what it was if it wasn't like Yeah. That. Wow. So anyway. But so. the plane of course lands perfectly fine. Lands perfectly, but, but he has like ice on his butt. tons of debris falls into the, <laughs> into the yeah, engine. Into the engine. So essentially, <laughs> he then sues this airline because they killed his dog. Um, and, and messed he, with his butt. And, uh, and, and during the court case, the, the most racist <laughs> defense lawyer, I don't know why this... Also, I was like, what is this courtroom <laughs> set up? <laughs> it was a weird... It felt like church. Did anybody else feel like... Yo, it, did it? it? Well, like, just only because, like, it was just so weird. Like, the pews were, like, it felt like pews. Like, <laughs> everything was, like, a really spacious... This this lawyer was like, so basically, you're a deadbeat who ain't got no job. 
That's de- how the scene. Said, that was how he the scene said it like started. That. He I was like, "What?" No, no. He was like, there "He was like, how no many build up?" He was like, "How many? How many of your your? Oh, so right. your jobs. You're an entrepreneur. Job first. Like how many jobs? Like how many things have been successful? Well, none. And then he he literally said it just how Braid did it. Like just no job. And then he did like a turnaround too. Yeah. And uh, it's like, okay, that was your that was your defense argument. And then and then Kevin Hart just goes, "Judge, can I say something?" Okay, make it brief. Oh, like what? What? That was bizarre. And then the thing that he chooses to say, he chooses to he chooses to defend his choices in life as an entrepreneur, and not say anything about the fact that he got sucked in the toilet. It doesn't matter if I have a job. They killed my dog. (laughs) dog, Exactly. They sucked me into a toilet. He said none of those words. No, man, this is deeper than what y'all think right now. Okay. All right, right now you're thinking like, oh man, he could just say the surface thing that is the real honest thing about the dog and his butthole. All right, yes, we all know what happened to his butthole. <laughs> the thing he's on trial. But the for. thing is, but the thing is, what happened was that lawyer put it on him, so he had to defend himself, and he was trying to be like, listen, okay, I know. Well, I'm saying this movie is 86 minutes long, and they could have spent one more minute just <laughs> fleshing that out just a little bit more. Yo, man, I, th- just I think a little no, man, bit but more. think about it, like. This is the thing that's, that bothers me about this movie. Is this moment to me, I thought, like, if they would have just... If they would have stopped trying to be so silly and just gave Kevin, like, real moments like this. I, I think that's did. what they wanted to... I think, that's, they, I think they thought they succeeded at that because yeah. he has this, like... It it's supposed to be moment. an emotional or earnest speech, sincere, you know, telling of this jury, yeah. listen, I try my hardest. Like, I work really hard, and I just want to do something great with my life. If we, I were the jury and I heard him say that after being accused of trying to get money i would go well he's definitely trying to get oh money. well yeah what <laughs> like, he just said was that he wants to get money to he do wants something to get money it doesn't matter because it, it messed matter. up his butt yeah and it killed his dog all right, all right. so he's awarded a hundred million dollars <laughs> yo <laughs> that's not a joke that's the <laughs> that's the main conceit yeah. of this film Yo, listen. <laughs> he got it. He got. Wait, wait. So he he's only got awarded, one. This is he's awarded a hundred million dollars. <laughs> How much is the plane? Killed his dog. Huh? How much is a dog, I'm son? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to a hundred dollars per day and up to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. 
Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. No, listen. No, listen. Animals are very important because right. think about think no yeah think, no, I hear you think about Michael Vick right. man Michael Vick career was yeah, in yeah, yeah I'm not and listen, it's, and I'm it's not, not I don't just, want the it's yeah, not man. just to replace the dog it's to replace the memories it's yeah, to replace yeah, yeah, the, yeah, tra- the trauma yeah, yeah, yeah. of that moment and, butt, and the years and years and years right. after and the hospital bills. great My and so like right after that met the man his his cousin and he's just like we. <laughs> Yo, that part hurt my heart. We gonna play. We gonna spend twenty million. I loved this part. <laughs> <laughs> I love this part because it's that it's that joke that every stand up says. But he's just like, "What you mean we? Yeah, what you mean that we? Just, we gonna go like, to Bangkok, spend twenty mil? <laughs> like, what? like just just like that? You gonna drop twenty a uh, one fifth of the? Um, anyway, so so basically, pe- people at, they ask him, "What are you gonna do with the money?" And he he didn't know before when Method Man asked him, but now he just goes, "I'm gonna have my own airline." <laughs> no reason. There's there's no reason. See, but, but even before that, even, <laughs> no listen, no listen. It's, you no, no, no. Wait, wait. It's, no, I'll say this too. What? It seems like it, he's like, "I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna prove these guys wrong." Yeah, I understand that. But I thought, but I thought they tried <laughs> but to, why, like, but why the was, airline? But there was a part before this is that when like Method Man when they're leaving, and Method Man's talking about like spending. T- 20, 20 million, million yeah. on like all these different locations. He goes, Hey man, you're my cousin. You held me down. I love you. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to like let you convince me to spend all this money. Right. Which I thought, like, okay, so they clearly like dropping seeds that Kevin yeah, is like he wants smart. To, yeah, he, he's an entrepreneur, an actual <laughs> entrepreneur. He wants, even though his business has failed, that doesn't mean anything. Like a lot of businesses fail. Yeah, he's yeah. Just yeah. Wasn't, he just wasn't given a million dollars by his dad to do whatever he wanted. Right. right? 
But why the so why now he has airplane a, though? I don't why know why. Because he said he loved planes at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> He legit said yeah, when that's he was true. a little kid. When he was a he baby, said, he saw a plane. How great would it have been if he was on the stand and they were like, he was like, can I say something for a second? He was like, I would never uh, misuse right. the airport system <laughs> like this. I have always loved and honored planes. No, man. My butt hurts and my dog is No, dead. man. Look, yeah. that's like a thing of like, you always want to make movies. You own a movie, you get injured. And it's like, you know what? Screw this. I always got to make crappy movies. I'm going to make my own okay. film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, All right. he said it when he was a kid. He yeah, wanted to he make wanted make his, he, well, right. he said he wanted a fly, fly play. Yeah. Stop making me defend this movie. No, no, it's okay. So then the next scene, boom, it's happening. We have it. Yeah, we have it. It's so plain. We see Tom Arnold and the Missy Pop. Okay, now we follow Tom Arnold. This is my Tom problem. Arnold. Yeah. And I get that it's in alphabetical order. Oh, that's right. But we didn't Tom even talk about Arnold that. That was, yeah. It's top build on everything. IMDb's top build. Because IMDb's probably alphabetical order too. But also, but, but, uh, Wikipedia, he's top built. When you look up, like Probably just a photo not. list, why is Tom I, Arnold? I top thought built? I, I never saw this movie before. I thought Tom Arnold was the uh, protagonist of this film yeah. when I saw it because I remember seeing the trailers. I thought, and maybe I'm just misremembering, but I thought the trailer was like this white family right. goes on a black air, airline. They could have, and they could have very easily did just reversed. Kevin Hart and Tom Arnold, and I think I would have been like, "Yeah, okay, that makes sense." I don't understand had, why Kevin Hart wasn't just top bill, right? Because like, why cause was the, Tom Arnold? Because in alphabetical bill? order, don't they just know. did the they just did four people, right? Yeah, and like then they did everybody people. else. And of those four, it was like Snoop Dogg and and Method Man, right? Yeah, yep. So like, I think it could have totally been Kevin Hart, then Tom Arnold, because Method Man and Tom Arnold are kind of about the same, right? And then Method Man and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, why did they do I'm that? I'm very bothered by the fact that Tom Arnold is top building this movie. He probably, he probably said something. You think he said something? My thing is, like, he should have said, I shouldn't be top built. That's what he should have said. <laughs> should have said, clearly, I shouldn't be the top built person in Soul Plane. <laughs> a purple plane with spinners on it. It's cool. So, goodness. So Tom Arnold and his family, they, they, their flight was canceled or something. Oh, don't worry. We have another flight, NWA. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it is called do NWA. <laughs> airlines don't do that, though. Airlines aren't like... Yeah, they, no, you, you don't just... You don't move... You, an airline doesn't recommend another airline. That's or not that, how airlines that, work, but yeah, that's like, fine. Like, yeah, okay. An airline wouldn't... American Airlines wouldn't be like, sorry, all our flights are booked, but uh, I can book you a flight on Delta if you want. I don't no. know. It'd be funny if those two airlines were merged because I don't know. I can't keep up with the no. Don't just tell like American and United merged. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, and uh, so, and then we kind of learn like the character games. We learn that his wife it doesn't really care about him. It's a girlfriend. Oh, sorry. His girlfriend like it's doesn't girlfriend. really care about him, and she's like really annoyed with him. We learn that his daughter is a quote unquote hoe. That's what the brother says, but she kind of is because she's walking around like talking about like I want to do this and that and looking at every single guy that bit, literally any guy that's her age yeah. and like yo, winking at them. When and she stuff. went on that list of things that she wanted to do, I was like, yo, first off, two dudes had to have written this because I'm like, yeah. there's no way a woman's gonna write. Oh yeah, two dudes that did she. Write. I mean, oh, did they? Because I'm uh-huh. like, even the most sexually <laughs> open person is not gonna be like, I want to be. Can't wait to teabag. Not only that, but London Bridged? I can't wait to be London Bridged. 
I was like, come on, man. This is just sad. Yeah. Out loud to her father. Right. In public. <laughs> and I was like, I, how are we supposed to be? Like, because he kept saying, "You're." she's like, I'm 18. And he's like, you're 17. And I'm like, okay, time out. Which one is it? Right. Also, she, this is weird. Yeah. She said in a few hours. So my, I thought her birthday she, was coming up. I, like, yeah. within... I thought by the end of the flight, she was going to yeah. be 18. Yeah, same I mean, it was a very, like, American pie. Like, she was, like, a character in, a, in the American pie universe, but in this film. Um, and then you had the little brother who was just, like, just, like, uh, wanting to be black. Well, but as far not as we point, know right now, yeah, as far as we know right now, he's just, he just hates his sister. Yeah, because at this point, sister. he's dressed like his dad, and he's, like, you know, really gung-ho with his dad. But we don't know he wants to be black yet. Yeah. Right. Okay, um, we don't learn that until they go to Malcolm X Malcolm Terminal. X Terminal. Hey, first off, and it's like <laughs> it's Malcolm X, basketball yeah. happening, which is honestly that's kind of dope. Oh, okay, yeah. this is my thing. They made like if you look <laughs> at the sites, it had a ninety nine cent store. Yes. Oh, that was right. Great. But why is that a black thing? Well, I don't know either. Man. That's not a black thing. But everybody like, has a ninety nine cent store. But they were like, but they. Yeah, everybody has a ninety nine cent store, but specifically the stores in the black wing were ninety nine cent. Which I think I don't know in my in my in my area. It's funny because he liked that. He was like, "Oh, look, a ninety nine cents store." Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But white people be budgeting. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you, man. but like you know, you you go to the ninety nine cent store first. You don't go nowhere. You go to the ninety nine cent store first. That was the rule. If you go on, if you go on shopping, you gotta yeah. make sure you go to the ninety nine cent store first. So that's where I. I mean, I, my I mean, especially if you're getting like school supplies. Yeah, uh, yes. You know what I mean? Like any like mm. household thing, like anything that anything cheap, anything you don't you know, anything you can get at a a Rite Aid or a Dwayne Reed or whatever you guys have, Walgreens. I don't yeah. know. You guys live everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a cheap snack, man. I used to go like when my parents lived, they had the Dollar General. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know why the 99 cent store was in this movie. But my thing is like, why did they, that's <laughs> no, not like a just, black, that's not a black just, thing. But, whatever, but, they whatever. Call, but, but they did have a basketball. <laughs> they had, they had the Cadillacs. Idea, right? They had Cadillacs you can raffle off for, like the, <laughs> yeah. the Cadillacs that you can like in the mall. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have a Foot Locker in it. But it's not just black, but it's like black. I got it. Yeah, okay, okay, you got it. All right, so. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. it. (laughs) And then also, they had, I guess, their own uh, security check. I love this sequence. Okay, so you like This sequence was funny to me. You liked Academy Award winner? They were just like, yeah, first of all, Academy Award winner Monique, this is amazing. And they're just like talking, which is great. And like. They completely miss a dude <laughs> because they're like busy talking. Yo, but then it's so funny is they keep harassing that one dude with the gold chains. And the thing is, it's such a quick shot. They do a very quick montage of that guy taking off the necklace, watches. He had two two ways. Yeah, this a watch, was funny. I like this phone. part. I thought this part was funny. But the thing they're saying though is so it's so funny because I'm looking at this movie about TSA agents and then like Jesse and Get Out about that TSA yeah. agent and they're like, "Yo, let Denzel walk up in here. Yeah. Let Denzel walk up." In here. That would be a conversation yeah. I would have if I was sit- if I was sitting around if I had a job like that that would totally be a thing that would come up. Hey man, this is my thing. I've been patted down with the glove twice in my life, <laughs> so so that's a very traumatic. Like what they were talking yeah, about I was very it, traumatic. I literally liked it up until they assault that guy because <laughs> he was assaulted. <laughs> I liked that sequence until you the knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. She was talking about sexual assault, but like yeah. Yeah, and then she sexually assaulted a dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's funny when a woman does it, though. Yeah, that's when it's funny. Oh um, man, when they put that glove on, I was like, oh man, that glove gives no love, man. I liked that they like stopped Kevin Hart, but then they just let him go through. No, like, they saw his face, right? Because he had to, right? But also, like, come on, bro, take off, 
Do the procedure. Like, no, nah, man. I own this like, airline, bro. I own this wing, bro. Do the procedure. First off, what's so sketchy about this whole movie is that my man got one plane. <laughs> but with that one plane, he got a whole wing yeah. of an airport, which makes no sense. Like, <laughs> makes also, no sense. Wait, where were they? Because they flew to New York. They were L.A.? Uh, no, it was know. like a four-hour flight. I it must have been like Atlanta or something. Hey, let me Google. Google, yeah, Siri. But the thing is, he had a whole wing with the idea he was going to expand, though, right? But you don't get like you. Yeah, but he had one. You don't get a wing. <laughs> but he had to. He had that. He had that. Money, whatever, right? whatever. That Honestly, that's the least concerning <laughs> part of this movie. Was um, the, the yeah the semantics? Wait, of so like they get how there, this airline works? Has the boy now? This the boy is the become boy, black. This is what. So basically, the like the the young girl is like she gives her whole like spiel. Uh, his girlfriend, Tom Arnold's girlfriend, uh, um, what's her name? Missy Pyle. But Missy I don't remember Pyle. her name in the, Missy, in the movie. Yeah. Missy's looking around like, oh my God, all these hot black men, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just like, oh, cool. You guys just this fetishizing. Uh, see, when she first did it, I thought she was She was scared like, at first, Yeah, I right? thought she was kind of scared. Like, what are all these black people? Like, oh, you're right. First she was scared. And, and, and then he's like, he's trying to make her feel better. No, it's probably like a family reunion or something. Right, right. And then I think the little boy says something then that like noted that he was like kind of, like, kind of understood black culture more than they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But also it's so sketchy because like, first off, she goes from being scared to like fantasizing about black people. And it's like, this whole thing is a pro- like that whole thing is That's just a I'm problem. Saying. It's yeah. just, yeah. Like it was all a problem. It's just a straight up problem. And then the daughter instantly gets on the plane next to a dude with cornrows and just like starts loving it. Yeah. The son comes in dressed in hip hop clothes. Uh. Oh, I, man, this thing might melt. I put everything on this car. It's hot. Like, what are we doing? Oh, right. That's what it was. Yeah. He like went around shopping and then bought all the stuff. Yeah. He there. put all the clothes because he went shopping in the wing, in the, in the Malcolm X wing. And uh, it was bound to happen. What how, about, how about Kevin Hart's suits? <laughs> oh, how big they were? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, what is this? Yo, yeah, it's such a big, like, that's why I felt like church. Yo, especially when he was in, <laughs> he had such a big yo, suit. I was like, yo, this is a gospel church they right know now. How to, they ain't know how to tailor for him yet. No, not yet. Kevin Hart Ke- also probably wasn't making demands like, hey, yo, this suit better fit. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, can I, mean we talk I guess about, that's 2004 style baggy was still in. But. Can we talk about Sofia, like the, the, the flight attendants, like Sophia Vergara, yeah, smart yeah. brother, and um, I remember her from like music videos. I remember what her actual name is. Um, smart brother, the black girl. <laughs> like, cause my thing is, smart brother, who has done many things. He's very funny. I got it. Smart brother find this was guy's real such G- Gary Anthony Williams. I think is what his name. Okay, is. So his name Garrett is Smart Brother. Okay, all right. Okay, you're re- referring <laughs> his under brother under- character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Technically, Gary Anthony Williams Gar- is his real name. Gary yeah. Anthony. Technically, Williams. the the comic. Like oh my god! Animated comic. He's he was the voice of Rocksteady. Yeah. Do you know what his character's name was in this movie? Smart brother. No, Flame. Oh. <laughs> so they had somebody named Flame, and they had somebody named Gay Man in this movie. <laughs> they had well, Flame they only had the man Gay Man for a couple more man. jokes for a couple of gay jokes. <laughs> my thing about my thing about Smart Brother, right? <laughs> John Witherspoon's right. character's name is Blind Man. I mean, yeah. who was Sofia Vergara's character? Uh, hold on, let me see. Oh gosh, uh, I can't find it right now. My man had on my. This is my thing. I don't even mind him being flamboyant because you know, yeah, flamboyant people is this. But it's like 
the jokes that were made about him throughout this whole movie, and like honestly, how the other guys treated him, like would look at him and be like, nah, like even when Snoop Dogg came on, and he looks at him and he goes, uh, uh, Eddie's ladies, and then I forgot what Smart Brother says. He just looks at him and says something as he walks away. I'm like, bro. Well, because like, he was like, he was like, because they're. He like basically made a pass at him somewhat, and he was like, "Man, yeah, he did." So, I mean, like, and then like later on was like, "Man, some fruity nigga try to." Yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> and the thing is, like, this is the problem that like, but they like nobody's ever checks him on it. Nobody's like, "Yo, chill, dude." <laughs> They're just like, "Yeah," but that's I mean, early two thousands, man. Gay jokes ruled the day. I mean, yeah, man, that's the problem. Sophia, yeah. Sophia's uh, character's name was uh, Blanca. Oh, she had a name. Blanca. Yeah, she had a name. And it's so funny because her accent... It, actually, you know what, though? What's that? Her accent might be the same in this movie as it is on... Um, uh, Modern uh, Family? Modern Family. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> we, okay, you guys just said that like it was a huge... Yeah, no, no, because no, in my, he said no, it like in my head, I was like... No, in my head, because like... in my head, I'm like, oh, man, look at what she had to do back in the day right. to make it. But when I think about like even her on Modern Family, like she is the sex stuff. But isn't that her... Like, but she, I mean, she's on a TV show, so she has a much more fleshed out character that has like... A yeah, lot. I mean, yeah, of course, but I'm talking yeah. about like, like literally the face value is like, oh, this character's like objectified. Right. Like... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's a mom in uh, Modern Family, but though. she's still she's the trophy wife in Modern Family, though. I I but I think the idea was like um, from the outset she looks like a trophy wife, but then like as you keep watching that, you know, they what's her name? Who's like the main daughter? You know of uh, yeah. She like basically gets checked that she's like that's not my trophy wife. I, mean, I actually love her. But also, Modern Family has a lot of problems. We don't got. We basically got to go into okay. it. Right okay. Right okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Anyways, so, asking questions do too much. <laughs> so okay, I will say I do like this. So we we're finally they they you see the plane. I mean, it's this terrible CGI purple plane with. You or is know. it amazing CGI? Yeah, sure. I hate this plane. Spinning, <laughs> spinning rims. Yo, um, the the uh, air traffic controller is just like just straight dancing. like dance. Oh, uh, I will say this. I was so excited. I will say this. <laughs> it, the jokes were corny. The jokes were corny about the about what this plane looked like. But I, it uh, was a little funny when they showed lower class and. In the back of lower class, they had the bus handles. So yeah. people, actually, people like were just standing. standing up. I actually hated that so much. That was I funny. I thought that, that part was made, funny. That, that was funny. That me. part actually made me so mad. I was like, yo. So basically what's happening is once you get on this black-owned plane, you already know people can't. I know, no, but, they got so- something, but they got something for everybody, though. They had three different classes, was it? Yeah, yeah three different like, classes. Just like first class, plane. business class, but then low also, class, low class, yeah, low they, class. It didn't even say. It wasn't even like uh, one you know, coach. It wasn't coach. It was low class. <laughs> yo, they did. Yo, because but the thing is, they only said low class when they were talking to the white people. They were like, "You're in low class," and I thought that I think the joke was supposed to be like, "Haha, black like white people are in lower class on this flight," but then. But the flat is full of black people, so when they go back, there's a bunch of black people back Bruh, there. Too. They had in low class a box black and white TV with, with antennas. antennas. You, and had they had to, to, you had to put foil. money in to to open up the, uh, the you had to put overhead a quarter? compartment. 
You have to put money a into quarter the, in those oh, lockers. You know, but those, I like. I, oh man, I don't know. Like, I don't hate this as a joke. He, he thought I it was funny. Tom Arnold was like, like amused by it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you gotta put a quarter a in and get the key. Because there are there are all kinds of jokes about flying coach. There are all kinds of jokes about flying coach. Never you have to put a quarter into the but thing. It, I, yeah, because it was like this is the black. That's funny. That's funny. I also did like this is the scene where like you see from the passenger's point of view you see this dude walk in and you see everyone like I, I thought it was going to be I thought I it was going to be Debo I looked to Cat and I said so and I said he's going to be he's going to be Middle Eastern and I'm going to hate it See and I thought he was, was. going to be oh, I thought know? he was going to be I Debo didn't. I thought he was going to be like I thought it was going to be like, oh we got Debo in this movie but then once <laughs> once he sat down and he became Middle Eastern and I'm like man we're supposed to stick to Again because they 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 never redeem that they never give him they never defend it, him at all. In yeah. fact, it was like it's a kind of like, worse what happens at the end. With yeah, him. it was like there. He's walking back. You don't know who it is, and everybody's like disgusted. And then it sits down, and Mo, and for some reason, Monique and who's uh, the other woman who were TSA agents checking security are now on this flight as well, which doesn't make any sense. But they're like, "We're watching you, Osama," Ugh. and that's it. It was like that's the joke. Like he dances pe- at the end of the movie. Were people supposed to laugh when that happened? Uh, yeah, yeah. People were cool. supposed to laugh. That was supposed to be that really part made funny. me so mad. That was supposed to like make everybody just go, yeah. Whenever we see a yeah. Middle Eastern person on the plane, we all scared. Yeah, yeah I mean, we were supposed to. Lo- we were supposed to love that. Yeah. I was so mad. Yeah, I was so mad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. And so now we get into like, oh, right. And Snoop Dogg is the pilot. His name is Captain Mac. Doesn't show up, but he shows up in. Shows up late. He in shows a different up. Suit. Shows up. He shows up late, right? Shows up late. Sees his boss, who is Kevin Hart, right? Sees his boss and goes, don't worry, man. I get us to like, take us up like another thousand. Uh, Hit a slipstream. Yeah. And he's like, can you really do that? Nah, I'm messing with you. I can't do none of that, man. And it's like. This dude has never flown a plane. My man jokes like when Kevin Hart turns his back about how much weed he's bought on the flight. <laughs> and then makes fun of his co-pilot because his last name is Gaiman. Right. Played by Godfrey. Played by Godfrey. Oh, and also makes fun of his co-pilot. Just keeps calling him African because he's he's <laughs> and he's from Africa, I guess, an Amer- you know, African American immigrant who he just keeps making he's like, ah, oh, none of that African stuff. Like they're playing music at some point. He's playing like, this is my music. And he's like, man, turn that African stuff up, man. Nobody wants to hear that. And he's like, don't make fun of that music. Man, shut up, man. We're playing some gangster music up in here. I'm like, cool, yeah, because great. Just a, so uh, African black is not black now. That's what, okay, great. It's, this, this is I the mean, part that I hate. This just, is the stuff that I'm just like, that's we're taking the joke. ignorant stuff. Like, look, I, I'm not bla- I don't blame people for having that kind of mentality because of how, like, they grew up in the environment that they were raised in. But to take that mentality and elevate it like this is a good thing that we should praise, that's what makes me mad. I'm just like, are you kidding me? I mean, it exists. It's, it's, I know it exists, but then check him in the movie. <laughs> Have somebody go, yo, dude, like maybe. Anyway, whatever. Because th- that's why I didn't like uh, it. Anyway, I, that's why I didn't like that in Barbershop either. They did the same thing. They did the exact, the exact same, same thing. thing. They had the same exact character the they exact made fun of. in Barbershop. Um, and I it mean, was listen, just cool to make fun of the African. <laughs> like, I mean, I've seen mad movies where they make fun of the hood, dude. Like, it's tricky. Like, the, yeah. like, the thing is, like, we're only talking about it because, like, the movies that we see with black people going to make a movie is, like, they, 
And I'm not saying it's good to do. Right. But I'm saying there's so many movies that make fun of black people. And it's not even, it's not, it's not the African. It's not the European. It is like an American Negro from an inner city that people make fun of and look down upon on a regular basis. And it's like, those people don't have outlets. The only time they get a movie is a movie like this that represents the hood. And the thing is, when you're in the hood, you don't get to live in the fucking suburbs. That's a fucking benefit. That's like, and I totally get that there's a whole thing that goes on when you're the only black person in the suburbs. But from the outside looking in, you got fucking sidewalks and clean streets and no, like, no dumb shit. You got a fucking dog that you may have in your neighborhood that can like go to a park. It's like people constantly make fun of you. Constantly. Like you look at shit. This movie is making fun of those people, and the thing is, is that this is the only time they can get a chance to say something. I'm not saying they need to make fun well, of Africans. It's just like people, yeah, yeah. People look down on American Negroes so much, so much, and it's like, I, I don't know what you expect I, from people. Like you don't expect people to, people to revolt and like push back at some point. It's like you make fun of these people. You make fun of these dudes who wear chains, people who listen to hip hop, people who rock Jordans, and the moment they say something about somebody else who has some type of privilege that they didn't have, it's like, oh shit. You being mean to me because I'm not black. No, we ain't saying you ain't black, but you ain't been through this Negro shit that I've been through. Like, they still say nigga like I said, but they ain't been one of these niggas on these streets that have been called a nigga. It's like, it's so funny. You want this culture. You want this blackness, but you ain't doing the shit we got to go through. You benefiting from it. Like, all day. Like I said, people keep shitting on, like, Sam Jackson, like... He made Yo, fun of yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, he made fun of... I don't think he made fun of Daniel. What I think he said was, is that when you see these movies, it's like people don't respect the American black actor. You respect most of these British dudes who, don't get me wrong, are great. But they don't... You don't get to do the movie about Martin Luther King. You don't get to do the movie about uh, 12 Years a Slave. You don't get to be in the movie about being a black man dealing with liberal hey, white America if true. you're a black American dude. When we see why, they look down on you for some fucking reason because we ain't good enough. And I'm not, and I'm not saying it like, again... It's okay to make fun of people, but I'm just saying people revolt back and they only can do it in the movies they have. And we ain't got but so fucking many. And even this movie, we're shitting on because it's like not respectful enough. And it's not. I'm not defending this movie. It's not. But it's like, look what the true, look at though. the pebbles we get, yo. Like, we ain't getting shit. That's true, though. Ugh. Fucking. Ugh, go okay, ahead. so, but I want to talk about Brian Hooks I, and some more because I was so excited the point of this, to Dusty? see them in this movie. <laughs> Wait, I remember, Brian Hooks was in everything for like what was he in like five three strikes? Straight years. Yeah, he was in a movie like, called Three Strikes. <laughs> and when when Brian Hooks showed up, I was like, "Oh, Brian Hooks! He, he's already been on screen by this point in the movie." But like, oh, uh, just the whole him, point is him trying to have an affair, it's right? Just, it's, no, it's, it's, no, oh, it's, it's, it's him and, and, uh, and, uh, and his girlfriend's girlfriend, I guess, right? Yeah. Girlfriend, uh, some more. And they they want to be a really part of the high, Mile High Club. They want to have right. sex on a plane, and they just keep trying to. Go to they keep trying to have sex and it just never works out and it gets more and more ridiculous. I don't know. I liked, I liked, she well, it's not track, it's tracking not just them. She I can't liked. work out, it's just that he, he can't perform, yeah. He or he's a he's premature ejaculating, right? Like, right. Hey, yeah, it's like she's but trying she to get off. Wants, she wants, she like, tried to kill extreme, him, yeah, like she she's to trying him, to kill him. She wants it to feel like real she wants sex. sex to feel like she's on the brink of death. Well, no, what's interesting? A, yeah. I, it's, yeah, she real sex was she like was an HBO show. She like she to me it was kind of it was kind of funny. I was just like, oh, it's because she's been watching so much porn, yeah, <laughs> and she can't she can't get aroused except yeah. by doing this freaky stuff. Like yeah. the, I mean, the Mile High Club is already a freaky thing, but that's not arousing her enough. She like needs to be. Doing the Mile High Club while like choking him with a belt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, question. Did y'all ever watch um, 
HBO's uh, Real Sex and then realize like this ain't the stuff I need to be watching. <laughs> like I remember being younger, hey, be like, up, oh, this? Real Sex, and it'd be it, like some of the stuff they were showing. Like oh, I can't. Like, yeah, what, it like, was like is, I don't have an understanding of what they are saying. Real Sex uh, isn't. Like yeah. I don't have an understanding of that. Yeah, yet. it's like what is? I can't watch this. What is this thing? I don't know. <laughs> I remember being freaked. I remember being freaked out of sex because I watched Re- Real Sex. It's like I. No, I don't want nobody messing with my toes because I was like a segment of like that's not the sex I need in my life. I don't have a I don't have an understanding of just boring, just missionary. I don't know what that is yet. I can't watch this. Wait, John Witherspoon. Can oh we talk about him God. for a second? We have to talk about John. I mean, John Witherspoon was just doing his thing. I know, but he is such he's a the thing is like, man, even before Friday, we talked about it. Like he's such a classically trained dude. Like he's he he he's a great actor. But in this movie, man, this dude is a blind dude who just grabs women's yeah. body parts. I mean, parts. his character is, is I mean, it's horrible. He fingered, like, but a, a baked potato. potato. But the fi- the, I, the physical comedy... Sorry, I, I don't know if everybody heard that. He, he fingered, fingered a, baked a baked potato. potato. And orgasmed. I think his physical comedy <laughs> in this is great. Like, his character is horrible, but his physical comedy is great. Like, he goes from, like, the way this that This is he, what John Withers... I don't understand. Like, this, he does this in so many films. Yeah, like... This uh, is his character in so many things. Uh, it, it's it's just a horny old black man. It's great. Uh-huh. It's great. The way that his, like, hand just, like, moves <laughs> around, like, it's so funny. <laughs> like... It, it just like casually grabs something or like the way he like the way he fingers the potato all of that stuff was hilarious to me yeah man not that it in the state of the the movie oh gosh and and the way that it builds is insane but him though just like if we could just isolate it and just focus on him i liked that i mean then what, what happened after you saw him this one, is this when kevin hart sees his uh his old so crush? there's like a small What's her name? I think yes, love story <laughs> with Kevin Hart and uh, yeah, I've, I don't know her name. She it's um it's uh, K D Albert. Okay, and K D Giselle. Yeah, so basically, you know, Giselle's on this plane and sees Kevin Hart, and she's like, "Wait a minute, you're here," and Kevin's like, "You're here." And I'm like, wait, you. We have no idea who she is. We have no idea who she is, why she's on the plane. You know, she's flying the first ever soul plane. She has to know. Doesn't know that he's. But I guess I guess they had a through line that no nobody knew he was the boss. Yeah. He he had to keep saying that he was the boss. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, I guess. Uh, Because he's small. And and we and like through flashbacks, we learned that he broke up with her. And. She's like now engaged. She has a ring on her finger. The guy is not there though. The guy is never mentioned or talked about at all in the movie. Nope. Um, we're never hurt. We never even know. So we like the backstory is basically we re- we find out later on that the reason Kevin Hart broke up with her is because he heard his dad talking to her and saying, "I don't want you." Or she says, "I don't. I'm not going to college anymore because I want to be with." you know, Kevin Hart's character. Mm-hmm. And so Kevin Hart didn't want her to ruin her life. So he break, breaks up with her. Now, of course, we never know if she actually got to go to NYU. <laughs> yeah, like we, we don't never, know anything. We don't know anything else about her. We just know that Kevin Hart did this really selfless act to, to better her life. And then she, when she learns about that, is appreciative. So she's going to hook up with Kevin Hart now. I, I want to say it's that, not that simple, but... 
It is that simple. There's, there's, it is like there is nothing else to it. There's no. She has no backstory. We don't learn if she's going to leave her. I guess she is. She's going to leave her fiance. We don't. I mean, we don't know anything about that person. She literally lived an entire life, and and because he told her that, she's like, no, I'm, I guess I'm with you now. Because also you <laughs> landed this plane. She takes the ring off, which is absurd. Oh, her name is Giselle, but she was in... Wasn't she in Friday, one of the Fridays? Yeah, after next. Friday after next. Cool. And the other storyline is that Tom Arnold's little girl... uh, Is just go- trying to explore. She's trying to, like... Yeah, she was, right? she was trying to have sex, and Snoop Dogg, you know, makes an announcement and says... This part disgusted me. Makes an announcement, and he's like, all right, this girl uh, just turned 18, so all the players in the place... Go upstairs, show her a good time. An entire all the, all football the players. team runs to the front she's of the plane. She's 18. She's looking cute. A, a mob of sailors runs to the front of the plane. It's horrible. See, this is why I keep thinking. <laughs> this is why I keep thinking right here. <laughs> is I got I got like a bunch. Like my my family has nothing but all. Like we haven't had a boy in a very long time. Yeah, and it's all young girls, like ten, like six, two. One and like a newborn, two newborns. And I'm like, yo, I will fuck a dude up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't about to sit here and announce she 18. Like, so show her disgust? a good time. Like, all, the players, all, the players. all the players. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Tom the Arnold players. is just yelling as this is. We're supposed to laugh? Man, fuck this movie, son. <laughs> I try to defend this movie, man. Fuck this movie, man. How much more time we got to we Yo, do this? I, but my I thing mean, is we, like, who's like again? This is like one of those National Lampoon freaking animal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is one of those like straight to DVD like horny, young and horny, Wilder. and you think it, and it's like it's like not porn, but it's like just close enough, like a, a couple of like topless, like oh, that's yeah, the kind a, of humor yeah. that they do. That's right, because it was a strip club in. The first class the first at one point. Class. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, and yeah, and there's a dance club, which that would be cool if there was a dance club in a plane. Yo, this plane was massive. This game, I mean, yo, the dance decker. club, double decker. Yeah, but it was like the, the double. First yo, off, little John, huge. Little John, little John, the Yang Yang twins. Boys. Yeah, and the Eastside Boys was there too. And the they had a straight and Eastside Boys shooting a music video upstairs. Yo, that was a with, massive plane with Chris, with Chris Robinson, who is like, yeah. One of the most famous music video directors of all time. Also directed ATL. Uh, he's made a cameo. And I'm like, why'd you do this? Why'd you cameo in this movie, man? So play, baby. Yo, how this did they get Little John in this? So oh, I mean, wait, uh, how, how did they not? They got Snoop Wait, John. so D.L. Hughley's in this movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's working in the bathroom. And he's the Guys, bathroom attendant. Real quick, can we talk about, I was just wondering, why does D.L. Hughley not have a movie career? I, I I can answer that. Okay, right. because I think I think D.L. Hughley is funny, but I don't think D.L. Hughley is likable. So I think what D.L. Hughley does, like his stand up, used to be like majorly making fun of the audience, mm. and also now I feel like because he's so outspoken for like, um, which which I politics. think is dope, politics and like black um, issues. I feel like now. Is that thing of like well now I understand, but like what about then? oh back then like he had his own TV show. Yeah, no, I I was know. a huge. I was a huge he was a, deal. He was, fan. you know. You I liked know. the Hughleys. I liked all his stand up. Uh, going home was so fun. I just watched Kings uh, of Comedy recently. It was on TV. Yeah, he was one of the yeah. Kings of Comedy. So, like, what, like, because all of the other, like, I mean, I guess Steve Harvey didn't, 
have a movie career, but he didn't. I don't think he ever wanted one. He was like on TV all the time. None yeah. of them really. If you think about but it, Cedric the Entertainer had a couple movies. He had a couple, but then Dio had like a couple as well. Yeah. I'm like, looking right now. He was in. He was the voice of the car in Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget Two. He wasn't no, one no, of the first. Oh, you're the right. First you're right in the first one too. And uh, he's the only. He's the voice black, of the He's car. the only black person in that movie. But he's a voice. He's not even. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a. I'm there's not a, counting. He was a slick. And then there's a black. There's a black secretary who we see get knocked over. He's a part of Scary Movie Three, but like not one of the main roles. That's the one Kevin Hart and them used to do, right? Because mm-hmm. Kevin Hart started in those movies as well. Yeah, yeah. and Nate Anderson. Um, uh, he's in some movie called Cloud Nine, but he's not one of the main. I don't know if he's one of the main characters or not. It's with Burt Reynolds. <laughs> And yeah, like he never really did. I guess so. I guess he, if he wasn't likable in Hollywood, like people didn't like him. I don't know. I just, it's just interesting to me that he never had, not, not even support. I'm not even talking about leading, like supporting roles. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, was just true. never, like, after his show, he kind of disappeared a little bit. That's a good point. Cause Bernie, Bernie ended up getting a couple movies. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie had a, Bernie had a couple, had movies and yeah. a great TV show. Cedric the Entertainer yeah. had movies, you know. Steve Harvey just never disappeared from TV. Yeah, he was always like, on something. He's always on something, doing books, you know, hosting daytime shows, doing his like hosting thing for everything. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. happened to? And I know Dio is like, he had a CNN show for a little bit that got canceled. Yeah. And he's like, he's like active. I've seen him like all the time on like news programs. He, I mean, yeah, I, don't I, know. I just I wonder mean, what happened. I wonder if him and. I wonder if based on what he talks about and what Steve Harvey's talking about right now, mm. are they friends still? Anyway, that's yeah, another that's, tangent. Yeah. Sorry. Um, wait, so so, what What basically do we need to say happens? Well, what happens is... Can we go straight It's just a to, series of like... Yeah, can we well, go straight well, what to happen, like... What happens is, is that gay men uh, gives uh, Snoop like... Oh, Snoop mushrooms. eats African all the mushrooms, mushrooms. African mushrooms, which are stronger. Right. And the Snoop like makes fun of them. They play African music when he eats. Yeah. <laughs> and when I say African music, I you know what I meant because it's the most stereotypical thing you can think of. Like, yeah. It's so bad. But then gay man like gets offended, leaves, and he's like, no, man, eating too many can like kill you. And then Snoop dies. Um. Yeah, they realize that he dies. Uh, when uh, when Samore and Brian Hood are have sex. just in there trying to have sex in the cockpit. Uh, oh, there was a bit where where Snoop Dogg was like looking for a game in, and he was like, uh, "Game into the cockpit, game into the cockpit," and they did the same kind of joke like the football team, but it was just a bunch of like very stereotypical. Oh. I didn't even see that. Happen. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't even see oh, that yeah. moment. It was just a bunch of people. I must have like, looked down for one all, second, and I missed yeah, all the, the worst all the gay people. Joke. The, yeah. And then Snoop says, "And then not open that door." What? Yeah, oh, uh, wow. yeah I wouldn't open that door. I must also, there are also at the end of like all of the stereotypical gay people and like and like you know drag queens and stuff like that. At the end of it was a bunch of priests, <laughs> a bunch of white Catholic priests. This is horrible. How did I miss this? I mean, this. How did I miss that part? All right, let's skip through this stuff. Oh then, man. Uh, okay, wait. Like, so they, so, so they in uh, there. They, they see that they're dead. They, yeah. Everyone can scream that the captain's dead. Yeah. Everybody freaks out. Oh yeah, that was actually funny. Yeah, that was a really did, funny delivery where he was like, where she whispers, she's like, the captain's dead. 
And he goes, okay, I'll take care of this. The captain's dead! <laughs> and, it, and then she's just not. And like what Everyone's he said. Everyone's screaming. She's just not. Uh, Kevin Hart says, gets okay, in there. In the, in the cockpit now are, it's, it's Kevin Hart, Monique, Tom Arnold, uh, and Method Man. Yeah. Right? And then Sofia Vergara. And then, and then Sofia Vergara comes in. And says, no one knows how to do it, but she knows how to do it because she has had sex. She's had sex so many times in the pilot, in the cockpit. But she only can specifically while it's landing. That's why she knows. You never, you, yeah, you, you've never had an orgasm like the one you have when you're, uh, descending. Yeah, but the thing is, like, she only knows how to do certain things while she's based on the 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 sex, the sex move. Uh, Method Man is being mad the whole time. Literally licking her leg at one point. Uh, uh, she forgets. Uh, she forgets what to do. She doesn't know what to do after a certain point because that's usually when the man orgasms. But then she is still the foremost knowledgeable person because she's still giving them instructions right. after that. Oh right, because gay. Oh, Gaiman got knocked. Gets knocked out too. We forgot to say. Yeah, that. yeah he slips in the pool and then wait. The so Kevin delivers the. I mean, he. Um, lands the plane just by himself. Like, how does he do it? Well, he gets. I feel like he gets an yeah. assist by that by that cell phone call that happens in the middle of it too. Oh, like, that's, the person. I thought that joke was funny. Hey, don't don't talk on your on your. Oh, phone. that's just a. That's just, just a. That's just a thing they tell you to make you use they phones. And then the plane, she makes the call. The, the, plane, the plane immediately drops. does a nose dive. <laughs> I thought that was. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's a funny a joke towards joke. the end of the movie. Yeah. Then he just. Then he kind of just lands the plane in, in, in Central Park. In Central Park. Uh, some more and Brian Hooks are having sex on the wheel. Yeah, they're having on sex on the wheel. And he finally, she she finally, finally comes. Orgasm. She finally and they're comes. like, you landed in Monique's yelling at him. Why'd you land in Central Park? There's a homeless man peeing right there, and then the, and then the plane dips they because jet they jet. They wheels got jets. They jet. Come on, man. Yo, well, this is 2004. Hey, no. Central Park ain't that freaking. Yo, but this is so hey, plain. And somebody jacks the wheel. Hey, that's funny. Jack, yeah. Somebody wheel. jacks the hey, wheel. Funny. It's so plain. This movie began with the other plane locking the, the doors. <laughs> it's gonna end with the with the the wheels being jacked. My thing is like, does he ever fly a plane again? Like, is it so no? And also, that moment isn't. It sounded like Monique's gonna sue him. That moment is supposed to be connected to. I've always supposed to be flying a plane. Yeah, I wanted to fly a plane. They never addressed that. Yeah, he never says I flew a plane. Oh goodness, that's it. And then that's it. You know, homegirl takes her ring off because they're gonna be together now for (laughs) no reason. <laughs> and then they just go, let's dance. And then there's a dance number that the literally the last line of it is an Islamophobic joke. That's right, because he comes out and they take off his um They take off his turban and then he says, This is the bomb. Everyone stops and everything stops again. And they, then they also made another Islamic joke earlier on with like Oh. Remember he was like, Yeah, I got out. When he Snoop Dogg made the joke, like when he's like, "Yeah, I told you, you said you got your wings when you got out of the Air Force." No, not the Air Force, the pen. Oh, right. And Yo, then me it, and my me and my homeboys were the first in our class, and then homies. he and his like homies, I guess, were they, they were all like they were in, the Taliban. Yeah, they I think, called I think, them the Taliban. I think he was supposed it was supposed to be inferred that he they were the Taliban. They say the Taliban. They go, all right, well. They're, oh, but that like he was actually in, like he was in prison with the people that did nine eleven. Essentially, is what yeah, you're saying. That's right? what I, that's what I think oh, he was. God, trying to say. that's gross. 
so this movie I didn't make that connection until I think now. that's what the connection that is actually probably exactly what it was supposed to be there was a swirl this that could have happened in this movie no <laughs> I mean a swirl technically did happen in this movie that Missy had sex with that dude who had a big dick oh yeah and at what point it. he was like oh he was like did you talk to her about it I can't her vocal cords are damaged and Kevin Hart goes that makes sense uh I was gonna say there's a. <laughs> I was gonna say this movie oh. has a swirl, but honestly, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Yeah, this movie, like, I tried to defend it. This who, movie is where, just who is the swirl going to be? The swirl could have been with like yeah that couple. It also could have been with the daughter and like one of the plethora of don't black dudes she was talking to. Don't do that. But it's also like this movie just Tom Arnold like, and uh, Monique get together at the end. This movie, let's just let's move on. Yeah, real quick, let's I just have a quick on. question. I was thinking about the whole time I was watching this movie. Um, is Soul Plane a good movie? Because, like, because think about to, it. No, we're reviewing it, dude. Because think about it. Because, like, because yeah. no, because like, because we just watched Soul Plane, right? But, <laughs> but, but it's so. How you gonna? But is Soul Plane a good movie? Because yo, what are you doing? Because right there's, now? you know, there's some redeeming slapstick in it. No. Wait. I'm not saying it. No one's gonna. No one's gonna answer like, that. We question. Review, we haven't <laughs> got to the review yet. No one's gonna answer. That All right. Question. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. No. <laughs> it's just a definitive no. All right. So. I don't know. I'm trying what to I'm, be fair. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I don't care. I don't give a crap. I don't know what I'm gonna rate it. I have no idea what I'm gonna. Nah, rate. man. These nah. Let's do it. Set it nah, up, John. They, they sold out. Set it up, they John. Sold out the culture for money. All right. Set it so, up. Uh, <laughs> we rate. We now it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them or how well we think they were made critically, but whether they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Oh God. <laughs> so, if we believe the film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think it kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we think it didn't help the cause at all, we give it nothing. It's not supposed to be how much we liked it. I don't know what to give this movie. I'm struggling, you guys. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. Okay, you guys ready? Kind of. <sighs> All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Positivity. Positivity. All right. Here we go. All right. Three. I am struggling. Two. One. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I gave it a palm, <laughs> and I'll start. <laughs> so here's the thing. I wanted to give it nothing. 
I really wanted to give it nothing mm-hmm. because of exactly what you just said right before we did it, which is they sold out the culture for money. But I'll say this. Uh, Kevin Hart's one of the biggest stars in the world. That's true. Monique has an Oscar nomination. She does. Uh, Precious. Uh, Method Man was just in Netflix's Luke Cage. <laughs> was it met the, method, the movie that Method Man starred in after this? How high? How high? How high? Was that after this? Or before? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Also, um, yeah. uh, and it's it just before. you know pop, populated with black actors. Like I can't, I can't give, I can't give a movie like that nothing. I think they they failed, they failed on a lot of levels. Um, there is some stuff about it that is like there is stuff about it that we're like, oh, that part's kind of good. They just ended up making a bad movie. But I think that like you know, uh, black people can make bad movies too. So true. that's why I gave it a palm instead of nothing. All right. Uh, I gave it nothing uh, because I, again, I think I, I agree. Kevin Hart and Monique have great careers, but I don't think it has anything to do with this movie. I think, honestly, they probably had to work 10 times harder to get the careers they had because, because of this movie. movie. And the thing is, this movie is a movie that hurts a little bit because this is a movie where, like, I, I, I completely understand why Kevin Hart made this movie. Like, he wasn't Kevin Hart yet. He, like, this is what he was getting offered. And the thing is, the main fact that, like, this... Look, yo. We got we get trolled on a regular basis for doing positive things for African Americans. For positive things. So, to have to fight that fight to see positive influence of black people and to see a movie like this that goes into theaters. You know what I'm saying? That people will see. People oh, who have shit. never met a black person see these... See, see, see Method Man... Doing like a casino, a strip club, licking Sophia Vergara, making fun of homosexuals, making fun of um, people from Islam. It's like what it make fun of Muslims throughout this whole movie. It's like what, like what, like what? Like, who does this help? Who? Like, I don't. I'm, I'm confused. I'm like, and the thing is, I'm pretty sure if you asked every actor in this movie whether or not they have a big career now or not, would they do this movie again? I'm pretty sure all of them would say no. Yeah, because this movie doesn't help anybody involved. It doesn't make black people look good. Like it doesn't it. It makes us look like, like yeah, like John said, like we make fun of Africans, other black people. We make fun of like gay people. It, it like it doesn't make us feel look good. And another thing that pisses me off so much about this movie, <laughs> though, and, on, and this is the, probably the basis of the thing that makes me upset, is that this movie was made in the first place. It's like, it's like honestly, think, think, no man, think about some of the, the quality things you've heard people try to make, right? And people are like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah, interested. I'm no, not interested in sure. doing that thing. Like, but this movie, this film is what got made. This film got what twelve million dollars to make this piece of shit. They're trying to make rapper bus. I think it got sixteen. Sixteen million dollars for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, like, what are we doing? Look about all the movies we talk about, all the movies we review, right? Like Get Out movies, was made for four point five. Four. Four. <laughs> Where did the money go to? Was it was it was it to the plane? Yeah, it was to the, yeah, it was the to plane that was CGI, CGI plane. It was like the most like Because the, it needed to it needed to do the high drop. Like what are we doing? All right. At no point it did we respect CGI because it needed to do the high drop. At like, no point in this movie did any male character respect a female in this movie. Except except really Tom Arnold and Kevin Hart's characters. Everyone else, and that's only an extent that like Tom Arnold did it. 
Like, kind of. And Kevin Hart still was in the strip club. Still, like, I, man, I'm done talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention, like, Terry Crews' part is that he bonds with Tom Arnold's character because he also has a daughter. He, he, he has, has five, five daughters. daughters. So, uh, so does Method Man. Method Man also has five baby mamas. Five baby mamas. Cool. Uh, which are, it's, you know, <laughs> some people's truths. Uh, it's cool that, you know, anyway, I'm not going to talk about this, but I gave this movie nothing. <laughs> Listen. I moved out of the hood when I was like nine. Okay, so I don't really remember too much about it. I, I, I remember stuff. I remember certain things. I remember gunshots at night. You know what I mean? I remember going to playgrounds. You know what I mean? Like the quarter in the locker. I remember that. I, there are certain things I remember. One of the things that sucks about <laughs> growing up as a black kid in a white suburban town is that I have to defend this stuff. Well, I don't have to defend it. But essentially, people go, this, this is the freaking movies that those people see. And they go, you're not black. Because if you were black, you'd be like these dudes who got gold chains and talk about spinning rims. And <laughs> I can't. And like the, I, I think Kevin Hart worked really hard to get out of this. He says that this movie put him on the map. In terms of comedy clubs, so like he became a name because he starred in this film. Great. So maybe in some way it slightly helped Kevin Hart, but I think for him to be great in in movies, like in movies that like a much broader audi- audience was going to see, people I guess who would pay for the films and not just buy them bootleg, like he had to be in other things. Like the the time that I noticed Kevin Hart, well, I didn't because I didn't see Soul Plane. Was freaking uh, what is it? The stand up a scary movie. Well, stand up for sure, but also not scary movie. The uh, 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 God Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And anyway, look, <laughs> I understand. I actually think that there could have been a good movie here. I'm not. I, I'm not even, like. There are parts of this movie that I think were funny, and if they didn't go so hard on it, like if they, if they, if they took the 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 storyline they had with Kevin Hart and just like, just fed it and more. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, just it could have been an cool extra. Movie. It was a good movie. Three yeah. lines in every single one of his scenes. It's a good just movie. Three lines. But like, uh, to me, this is the movie that like. So and I and I know it's it look it's hard because at the same time I uh pe- people who are racist are not justified for being racist but I see a film like this and I go oh this I mean this is feeding that like how could they not look like these people look at this and they go oh yeah like freaking black people are preying on my white teenage daughter you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I know that's not what the film was trying to say, but just setting up those dynamics and then and then being like, we're not going to even address the things that we know we're putting out there. Yeah. To me, feels irresponsible. Yeah. And and it, and I don't think the people who made this film, they didn't. They weren't coming straight from the hood to this movie. Yeah. They were in Hollywood, like the writers of this film were. Like, so 
and yeah, I'm the same. I'm I'm mad that this is the this is the thing that was okay to get greenlit. You know what I mean? Where the you thing, have other the thing I keep other stuff about, that doesn't get bigger budgets. But whatever. I, I don't think it helped anybody. Well, the <laughs> thing I keep thinking about while listening to what you're talking about, what both of you are talking about, and this is not a fair comparison because I don't remember this movie at all, and I know people love this movie, but the movie Old School, I saw Old School in theaters when it came out. So when was that? 19 it came out 03 or 2003. Okay. I loved it when I was in. So, so, okay. Yeah, so, so I sat down, I watched it. And to me, it was a blur of white dudes with beer without their shirts on right. yelling. Well, well, and that's all that movie was to me. Well, can I? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And, and, and all yeah, I just like mean, fat. It was like, yeah. Yeah. And, and all I mean is like, I looked at that and I was like, and I know that people love it. The two of you do, which is why I don't know if it, I don't think it's a fair comparison, but like that is all I took from old school. Well, I'm happy you bring it up because the one thing I was going to say about this movie is I don't have a prop. The, only, the, the things that I have a major issue with is like the homophobia and the Islamic stuff. That's yeah. the major stuff. But yeah, that's, and, real, and that's but my is, biggest problem the with the movie, is, too. If we're going to be and like... The, and the like, way they treat women. If we're going to be like yeah. real about like how these are real people's lives, just like real people have five baby mamas and real people, you know what I mean, like are, are going to like... <laughs> the black pilot is going to smoke reefer and eat mushrooms on a plane yeah. and like he couldn't find any black pilots. I, and I, I guess that was supposed to be like saying like, you know, the airlines are racist and there aren't enough black pilots. But to me, it was like, but this is the only black pilot I could really find was this like dude who just got out of jail and like is going to smoke. Pl- <laughs> yeah, but, the thing, but the thing with that, too, is like, I think there, there's still a way to like to handle those things. I think you can right. make those jokes. So th- again, I don't want people to think like, oh, we're saying you can't make a movie with black people like having gold chains and doing stuff like that. Because I think right. there's a way to do that. I just think you need a you need to one if you're going to have a character, because that is a thing like in the black community where people still are very homophobic. Have right. someone address it. Right. That's what yeah. I'm yeah. 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 Like, Have it. someone address it. Have yeah. someone sit here and say like, hey, this guy is not a terrorist. Like, right. no, the whole plane 100%. looked at dude. Like, and even it if, didn't stop. The, didn't the, stop. Last be joke, the last character. joke of the movie yeah. is that. Someone should say something. Even <laughs> the thing like, of like this whole thing about preying on like the little white girls, like, Someone needs to say, and I guess Kevin Hart, when he talks to the dad, kind of like talks to him a little bit, but no one defends that announcement. Yeah. You know, it's like there's ways to like be like. You could have the bartender, like you could set that up as a joke and then have the bartender have the have the girl be like, are we going to make out? And the bartender's like, nah, you're like an 18. You just turned Something. 18. Like, like, live your life, girl. Like, here, you can have a fun time, but like, you don't need to sleep with like any, you, that doesn't prove Or not work. have the black woman take yeah. her to the bar when she's 18, like, takes her right to like, yeah, like, I, look, keep an you eye watch on out her. For her. Oh, I will. Not that kind of eye. <laughs> and the thing is like, <laughs> but I'm going to leave you anyway. But I think you can 17, make those jokes. who's just turning 18 year old white yeah. girl. You can make those jokes, but you just have to like, have someone be the straight man just yeah. to look because that's the thing about old school old school is ridiculous but anytime like vince vaughn says something dumb or outrageous yeah luke wilson is there to be like what the you're fuck? insane yeah. like he, so someone says it like yeah. when he has nicknames for like the dudes like people have comments about it whereas like no one says anything at the stuff in this movie and this yo when this movie came out, this movie was a big deal. Now I'm talking I'm not talking was, about like yeah, the backlash. Yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. got sixteen million dollars. Yo. This this movie got sixteen million dollars. Rapper bruh. bus. <sighs> anyway. Well, there you have it. One white palm. And nothing else. And nothing else. <laughs> uh cool. Uh thank you guys for listening. Um and we'll be back 
with some plugs. Peace. All right, it's time for some plugs. Plugs. Uh, you can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Did you forget for a second? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know which one to say first. <laughs> I like them both so much. It's also technically at Black Men Podcast at, on Facebook as well. And Facebook as well. Uh, BlackmenPodcast.com is our website. Um, right now, we have a couple things oh, you know, yeah. happening. with. So for one, we have a new episode of our Seriously.tv show projecting coming out Wednesday. That's tomorrow or yeah, whenever right. you're listening to it. Uh, every Wednesday. Uh, those live in a couple different places. Okay, you can yeah. go to YouTube.com, type in Seriously.tv. There should be a projecting playlist. Boom. That's one way. If you're on Facebook and you love Facebook, go to Seriously.tv and search for projecting. That's probably going to be a little harder to find. Yeah, it might be a <laughs> little But it'll hard. be there. But it's there. Uh, or you can go to seriously.tv. Somehow, that's the hardest way to find projecting. <laughs> but it's also there as well. Hey, uh, why are you throwing shade? Yeah, I'm throwing a little shade. That's okay. They, we love seriously. Just like a little baby shade. A little baby And uh, also, if you go to Comedy Central's Instagram, yes, we have episodes of Thank You Black People. Uh, it will probably be a little hard to find. I mean, but if you see James's face, he's dressed up like a kid. Yeah, that's the one that came out yesterday or today, rather. Well, it came out on Monday. Guys, uh, why am I saying a date when they're going to be listening to this? <laughs> It'll be on, on Monday. It doesn't matter. It comes out every Monday. So but, you uh, check it out every yeah, Monday. It, it comes out every Monday on Instagram and Snapchat. It lives on Instagram, though, so you can go back and watch the older ones. But if you're on Snapchat, Monday at noon, that's when it comes out. Yeah. All right. You can follow me at John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com is my website. And that's all from me. <laughs> Jarrah, I'm good. Jarrah's Follow good, me at James always. Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. James Third Comedy. <laughs> what is that? That's just like the, that's the uh, flourish. Got it. Yo, his mic is so loud in my ear. <laughs> now, of course, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We will read your reviews on the air uh and i'm gonna do that right now once i find (laughs) sorry i have to like go all the way down to the bottom uh oh also if you uh, are listening to us from other countries tweet at us let us know where you're listening from you know we love that yeah get that shout out in man uh okay here we go you ready you guys ready for some yeah all right oh wow there's actually a bunch all right here we go uh i'm gonna do this one if i read this one or not no i don't think i did my uh my favorite podcast that's so nice that's how it starts off this is flash of ash okay okay, okay. oh this is long as hell okay <laughs> <laughs> i listen to a ton of podcasts and this is my absolute favorite one i get totally engrossed and lost in each episode i love everything about this podcast the guys have great chemistry with each other and i like that each of them brings their own distinct personality and opinion to the show it is obvious that they share a strong friendship when the mics are off well and that <laughs> love yeah, is I mean, palpable honestly don't <laughs> i found i found this podcast on accident but i am so glad that i did james Jaron, john are funny insightful and wise well wise i 
Some of us are, I guess. I look forward to listening to them each week. Since I've become an avid listener, I've revisited movies that I love, discovered new movies that have challenged me and made me grow, and I have been able to gain a new perspective and appreciation for the cause. Can I give the podcast a black fist? You guys are dope. Whoa, man. Yeah, yeah, Thank no. you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just Gave us a black fist. All right. I like that. All Here right. we go. You ready? Uh, this one is by Adubs923. This is such a great podcast for all people. These men break down some of the best and most well-reviewed movies starring black actors. I literally see how black actors impact the film industry through actors, directors, and producers. Definitely a must-listen to podcast for movie lovers. Thank you, man. I appreciate okay, that. Okay, A-dubs. Yeah. Uh, I read that one. I don't know if I read this one. Did I read the one about... No, yeah, I did. I did. I'm sorry. I forgot if I read this. Elisus. Elisus? This podcast is super great. There are moments where I'll be walking to class or work laughing to these guys, which definitely makes me look crazy, but it's all good. LOL. (laughs) Gives me great material to use when convincing my friends to watch as many black movies as I do. Yeah, there you go. And with the black fist. There you go. All right. Okay, cool. That's There we go. Much appreciated. Uh, I still love that James Third No One Believes You Have a Girlfriend review. I mean... Honestly, who was it again? Uh, well, no, one, he doesn't have a girlfriend. We are established. <laughs> yeah, I don't that have was a Big Lopo. <laughs> Big Lopo. Big Lopo. I don't have a girlfriend. Oh, I don't think I ever read this one. By the way, there's one that. Uh, sorry, this is an older one, but I feel like I never read it because it was day one listener. This is B Weezy. This is a great podcast. The three hosts are all entertaining, and each provide something different to the podcast. James brings the bits. <laughs> Gerard brings the passion, and John keeps everything on track. It's definitely worth a listen. That makes sense. Finally, that makes sense. <laughs> that said, sense. finally, Hancock is a good movie. What? Oh, what? Oh, be yes. easy. Hey, man, what movie okay, are we doing next? Easy. All right. Okay. Next week, we're doing Burning Sands. It's on Netflix. Yeah, check it out. Watch it. Burning Sands. Search it on Netflix. That's right. We're doing a Netflix movie. Screw you. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.